This is the She Force Show with Amy Carlson, where you will find inspiring conversations and interviews, all to help you on your path to becoming more fit, more fun, and more free. Welcome to the She Force Show. I'm your host, Amy Carlson. Today, I have a special guest, Ellen Bergen. Welcome, Ellen. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me, Amy. It's my pleasure. And I know that our listeners are going to get some great inspiration today. So, Ellen, the first thing when I found you and was looking at your website, if it brings you joy. I love that. Can you tell me a little more about how you came about with the name? Sure. I was um, looking for something to, I I was just um, not feeling challenged, not feeling fulfilled in my job. So I was looking for something to kind of challenge myself and maybe have a creative outlet. And so I decided to start a blog and every domain name that I tried was already taken And I can clearly remember the day I was driving. I know right where I was. And I came up with, if it brings you joy. And I pulled over, I checked, and it was available. So as soon as I got where I was going, I purchased it. And it just made me so excited because the word joy really resonates with me. And so that was it. If it, if it brings you joy. I love it. I love it. And that you can remember the whole thing, (laughs) you know, clearly like it was yesterday, but it was 2017. And so it obviously brought you joy. It did. So how did you get started with your business? Well, around the age of 50, I was in what should have felt like the perfect career, you know, the perfect position. Um, I had great pay. I had great benefits, worked with some fantastic people. But for me, the fulfillment, it, it just was gone. You know, it, it was more about me than the job. Um, so I um, started to kind of do a lot of soul searching. And I actively pursued different routes, including my blog. Um, you know, I would do some research or go experience something, read a book, and then I would write about it. And so it kind of very quickly moved into a personal growth type blog. Whereas at the beginning, I may have talked about other things that brought me joy, like, you know, home decor and things like that. So I did a lot of research and one day I was talking with someone kind of talking about the fact that I know there's something more for me and it's not the world of IT, which was the industry that I was in. So she said, you know, after talking with me, she said, do you ever think about being a life coach? I'm like, "Mm, no. Then I went home and she just kind of planted the seed. So I did some research, including, um, looking into podcasts, because I'm kind of a podcast fanatic. And I found one about coaching, and I binged every single episode. And it was with Rhonda Britton from the Fearless Living Institute. And she was then offering a 30-minute laser coaching. So I did that. 
And within one month, I was flying to LA for a long weekend intensive um, to kick off the start of her life coach training program. Cool. So you, um, Fearless Living, you did it when you joined <laughs> that within that first month. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it was a, a year long certification program. Um, it's quite rigorous and it's the only one of its kind that really specializes in fear and, you know, how fear lives in our brain and part of our neurobiology. That is fascinating. And because I saw that um, fearless living. And so when we read that, we might have one idea of what that means. But then when you just mentioned that it actually addresses the fear that we have in our brains. Exactly. Um, yeah. Can, can you elaborate a little bit more on that and how it uh, works into your, the coaching that you do? Sure. Um, well, a lot of people say, oh, I, I don't have fear. Um, you know, I, I just don't think that's keeping me from my confidence. And the thing about fear is, like I said, we have a fear center in our brain. So if we're human, we have some fear. It's just a matter if we are aware of how it is affecting our behavior. And fear has all kinds of little tricks that it uses to keep us from um, ste basically stepping out of our comfort zone because fear has one and only one job, and that's to keep us safe. So we can't get rid of fear altogether, nor would we want to. I mean, it keeps us uh, physically safe and additionally to emotionally safe. So we don't want to be walking into traffic or we don't want to be, you know, going up to a wild animal or something like that. So our fear does keep us safe in that aspect and we need it in order to, to stay alive. What we don't need is fear keeping us from going for the life that we want. But fear hasn't progressed since basically caveman days. Um, and, and, and we're living in a whole different world. But yet our fear hasn't um, grown with us as humanity. So it doesn't realize that what happened to us as children, or even what happened to our ancestors, that Yes, maybe things did happen that affected us as a child, yet we're grown adults and we can handle so much more today, but it still uses these tricks to keep us in our comfort zone because it needs to keep us safe. And that means it doesn't want us to feel emotionally um, uncomfortable. You know, it doesn't want us to feel disappointed. It doesn't want us to fail. It doesn't want us to, to feel any of those feelings that... Um, it thinks is unsafe. That makes sense. So how do you see people's confidence grow as they work with you? Because I'm, I'm kind of thinking that that's one of the ways, you know, working through fears, taking some actions. And as we take actions, we build confidence. Um, I would love to hear some of the things that you see with your clients as they progress? The first thing that we generally work on is awareness. And that's awareness of how fear is affecting them and how fear is making them behave in ways that 
don't support their goals. And that can be a little eye-opening sometimes because we tend to live on autopilot, just unconsciously go through our life. And we don't realize uh, how fear is holding us back. So we work on the awareness of how it is affecting them individually. And I say individually because truly it affects each and every one of us very differently. Um, we all have you know, different childhoods, different experiences in life. So it's very unique to each of us. And so once they start having this awareness of how fear is holding them back, then we work with tools that they can uh, use in their daily life to help calm that fear. And, you know, after they recognize, ah, this is fear, I don't have to listen to it. And then they can use these tools to help build their confidence and really um, internally be able to validate themselves rather than looking for external, having to have external validation um, from other people or other things that can potentially disappear. When you can really internally validate yourself, that's when your confidence can really start to shine. And people find that they, they're not as afraid to become more authentic and they can quiet that often negative self-talk, self-doubt, all that mean stuff that that inner critic does to all of us. They start to become aware of it and go, ah, that's you. That's you, fear. And I have something I can do to quiet you because I don't want to live in fear. I want to live in freedom and joy. Yes. So how has your confidence grown going from a job, a career that you had been doing for years stepping into something uh, new and different. And over time, how has that shown up for you? Well, it's it's been a journey for sure. Um, just like my 30-year career in the business world was a journey. Sure, when I left, I was very confident in the work that I did. So this was starting over. Um, I was used to teaching people in various positions that I had throughout the years, but coaching is different than teaching. It's more helping the person have their own insights. Um, if I tell you something, it's not going to have as much impact as if you come up with it on your own. So that was very different, but the training program that I went to was excellent at helping me with that. My mentor was really good. And so after I graduated, I had hired a business coach and honestly, it didn't work out. And here's what I found, Amy, is that I was trying to be what I thought a coach should be. You see it all over the internet, be a six-figure coach, be a seven-figure coach. And so I thought that that's what I was supposed to want. Yet I was in my 50s and my husband had been retired for several years and I really was, this sounds like it could be a little corny, but I really just wanted to serve. I considered my, my career kind of at a close and we were comfortable with our lifestyle. And so this coaching chapter was for me. 
And um, so I could kind of um, grow my soul and do something that I loved. And so I certainly didn't have the confidence at the beginning, especially when people were telling me what I should want. But once I really worked my way through there and figured out what is it that I really want, and then I zoomed in and I, I couldn't be all things to all people. And I really embraced the fact that the people who will want to be a client of mine and who will benefit from my coaching are going to either like me or not. And if they don't, then they're not, we're, we're just not the right fit for each other. And there's plenty of other coaches out there that will be a good fit for them. So I stopped worrying about what I was supposed to be doing and just started doing what I authentically wanted to do. And yeah, and I did my thing and I just take so much joy in working with each individual client. And that's another thing. A lot of times people will try to say, oh, you should do group coaching. You know, that's where the money's at. Like, well, my style, I'm more of an introvert. So my style of coaching is one-on-one. That's what I enjoy. And so I really accepted that I'm doing one-on-one coaching. That's what I do. If people want group coaching, then there's another group waiting for them. So yeah, kind of, I really had to feel my way through it. And once I really figured out what worked for me, for my life, then that's when the confidence really started to grow. And as I see my clients having success, that's what I'm doing. Yes. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Yes. That's your why. Yes. So you started um, living what your website is called, if it brings you joy. And I can relate the whole um, having been in a different career and then coming into this online space and then going through some self-doubt, you know, like, uh, and then listening more than I needed to probably to what other people were saying. And um, then what you landed on is what brought you joy. Absolutely. It looks like this. It's one-on-one coaching for me. Here's 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 what my own goals are. And they may be completely different than everything else I'm hearing outside of me. Right. And, and it didn't come just like, you know, flip of a switch. Yeah. And it didn't come overnight. And I did have to take action that did not feel comfortable. It was definitely out of my comfort zone to do a lot of the things. And for instance... You and I met on Instagram and that was definitely creating videos was not in my comfort zone. But now I find it as a a really creative outlet that that I enjoy. Um, But I had to take the first step and just create a video and put it out there. And then the more I did that, eventually it became part of my comfort zone So just like anything, that's just one example, but I definitely took a lot of steps out of my comfort zone to get to where I am today. Yeah. And you just mentioned the word creativity, creating videos, uh, taps into your creativity. Have you noticed any other things about what you're doing now, whether it's in your business or maybe kind of as a byproduct of, of coaching that has enhanced or really, um, plugged into your own creativity? 
That's a really good idea. I mean, <laughs> that's a really good question. You know, all the different social platforms are definitely fun. Um, and when I put my own touch on my coaching packages that I offer, that I think is really creative too. And I incorporate feedback from my clients. And so I'm always improving. And I find that to be creative because I enjoy it. And it's, yeah, it's just something I enjoy. And I do have a blog. I don't write as often as I used to, but I love writing. And that's a creative outlet for me as well. Yes. So what's next for you? Do you have anything on the horizon, whether it's a distant horizon or kind of a sooner thing that uh, you're working on or thinking about? Well, I'll just back up for a moment. When I started my blog, I always knew my blog was taking me down a path that that wasn't the end all that was taking me to what I knew I wanted something more in my life. So it took me to life coaching. So I'm very grateful for that. And do I think life coaching is the end? You know, I'm not sure. I am just enjoying the process of going from the blog to coaching, to improving my coaching and enjoying every moment that I coach. So I am open to where the universe wants me to go. And right now I'm very satisfied with coaching. I do um, have a different work life balance from most people because I do like to spend time with my husband as we are retired. Um, so I do keep my practice a little smaller than probably most coaches. And so, yeah, I just really, right now, I am just enjoying coaching and I am open to where I might go and things that interest me are things that just kind of help um, advance my soul. You know, maybe Reiki is in my future. There's all sorts of things that I'm not ruling out. I'm just going to enjoy the process of having it all revealed to me in the perfect time. And I like what you just said, advance my soul. What will advance my soul? Yeah, that's that's really something that's top priority for me these days is I'm I'm really becoming I'm, I'm more spiritual than I have ever been in my whole life. Um, not so much religious, very spiritual. So just that um, finding that oneness with with God and really everybody and just learning more and more, um, how we're all connected and how I can help the world and, you know, send my light, let, let my light shine out there. Yes. Be the lighthouse. Yes. Well, before we wrap up, is there anything that you would like to send the audience off with a thought or a tip or anything? Sure. This is a saying that has helped me. I learned it in my, my time at my, um, at the Fearless Living Institute, uh, the training program. And it's do what you can, when you can, the best you can. Because personal growth, inner work, it is a lot of taking a look at yourself and having to be real honest with yourself. And so that takes a lot of self-compassion. So you don't get overwhelmed. And so you don't start beating yourself up and letting that inner critic take over even more. So that saying reminds me that, hey, I'm human and I'm doing the best I can. And, you know, let's have some self-compassion and 
and continue on because if I'm going to beat myself up, I'm not going to be willing to continue taking those steps outside of my comfort zone. Right. Oh, yes. And that saying that you just said, it, it gives a sense of relief. It does. It's, it's somewhat liberating yes. um, because you just give yourself permission to be human. Yes. Well, on that note, Ellen, thank you so much for being here and sharing your journey and sharing the insights that you've had and um, yeah, just being the lighthouse that you are. And to our audience, just remembering that information without integration gets to be a heavy burden. So what can you integrate today? What's something that you learned that you can take away and start to integrate for your own personal transformation. Thanks again. Thank you so much. Again, I really appreciate you having me, Amy. It was a delight. And as we like to say here at SheForce, know yourself, be yourself, free yourself. Hey, thanks for listening to the SheForce show. If you'd like more information about what we do, you can go to our website, www.sheforcecoach.com. Be sure to follow or subscribe to our show on your podcast app of choice. Until next time.